0: Are you okay walking through the house and, oh, there's KY jelly in my hair now and blue shit streaming into my mouth, but that's okay.
1: And mostly because I touched,
0: uh, I touched, I touched Steven this week. Uh, uh,
1: all right. Slow one hand piano music. Uh, possibly damp and possibly a thumb up my asshole.
0: That was awesome, and you were
1: like, are you sure about that? Movie Freaks. Hello everyone, welcome to Movie Freaks, the only podcast on the net that isn't picky about which gender bathroom we have to use, but is demanding legislation that they all stock to ply. I'm Eric (laughs) Marner.
0: Amen to that. I'm Eugene Weaver.
1: (laughs) Uh, How are you today, sir?
0: I'm doing quite well. How about you? Happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Thank you.
1: Um... I am very tired. Miserable night with the kids. Mm-hmm. Uh worked all day. Uh drove 40 minutes away for uh, at a softball game. Ah. And entertained the boys the whole time. And mm-hmm. so I could barely see it. So
0: Entertaining the boys would be making <sighs> sure that they're not obnoxious to those people around them, I'm guessing. No,
1: no, not really. I mean, they just they're 2 and 4. They can't sit still. And yeah. we I was getting nervous because at this different place that we went to, it's like, there's the softball field, and then five feet away from that is the bleachers, and then five feet away from that is a busy state route with cars just flying back and forth.
0: Oh, and, you know, Pet Cemetery, huh?
1: Okay. Yeah, two and four-year-old, you know how it is, you blink and right. they're gone. Yep. They, I, they run away. So I took them to the other side of the field. I always have to take them to the playground and whatever. It's gotcha. it's fine. It's fine. It was all good. Yeah. And she did good. She's doing great. Their team is slaughtering everybody in their path this year. Huh.
0: Anyway. Alright, well there's our sports talk for the night Yeah,
1: yeah. there we go, last episode we wrapped it up with that And this episode
0: we kick it right off Pretty soon we're just going to be uh, You know, just for the you listeners out there We are slowly but surely transitioning over Into an actual all sports podcast
1: Welcome so, to Sports Freaks Where yes. we talk about movies for 80 minutes and- Yes,
0: go Cleveland Bucks Versus the Ontario uh, Mooseheads or- I don't know, that. probably That sounds yeah. good <laughs> That does, Mm -hmm. that sounds kind of like a hooky, hockey, (laughs) (laughs)
1: Ontario moose heads.
0: Uh, uh, Or a beer, I don't know. Uh, Oh, yes, yeah, something. Okay, Uh.
1: well, let's uh, get on to the roulette where we try to find the gems and uh, avoid the grenades. And once again, because, you know, I'm tired and unprepared, so I gotta see whose turn it is. It's my turn, yeah. Okay, this episode, it's Welcome to Lathe. I think yeah. maybe. Yes. Up against they look like people. Note note note. Okay. Um Welcome to Lathe. This was a documentary that, I'll tell you right off the bat, well, I already did tell you, and I know you already watched it because of it, yeah. but it uh, was wildly better than I was expecting. Uh, so much so that about the halfway point, I was really starting to question that if this was a faux documentary and they were just making a horror film. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to know why, the subject matter is as follows. In 2012, white supremacist Craig Cobb announced his intention to take over Leth, North Dakota, prompting a battle for leadership of the small town. And basically he was just trying to... That makes it more sound more hostile, like he's moving in with weapons and stuff or something. But it was more like him and his white supremacy guys were buying up parts of the town until they would own enough land and could just, like, block it off and still be, you know, have government rights because they would be own enough land to... Whatever. Must watch film. Uh, it's it was terrifying to see how alive and well recently uh, this white supremacist stuff is. I'm not saying racism does uh, doesn't exist in this country. Obviously, it does, but to this degree, I haven't seen in a long time.
0: Oh, me too. Yeah.
1: Anyway, Judas. This it was a it was a very well made documentary. Um, I don't know what else really to say about yeah. it. Again, it's a good film, so it's hard for me to really break it down it it was it was very informative it was it was scary and i think everybody should go watch it it was it's an important movie agreed i had you had you ever heard of this guy before no i've never i thought for surely i would have heard of this kind of story but i don't recall ever hearing of this
0: yeah me too and again i was right there with you the first part of it watching it i'm like this this is so bizarro and so good that this feels like uh Fake documentary that we're actually like, you know. Yeah. But no, it's, it's real. I will say, um, the first half was so good that the second half I think suffered a little bit. Um, or the last, I don't know, 25 minutes or so once they got to the courtroom stuff, uh, it, it was still interesting, but the takeover of the town was so crazy and, and well orchestrated and creepy. And then when they get, you know, after that when it's, it's almost like I, it, I completely agree. It, it, it just sort of like I don't want to say it petered out,
1: but it just sort of I'm I'm in a way glad it was less interesting because it means justice prevailed. It, and they, exactly, because they came in and were like, "No, you're under arrest, crazy!" <laughs> I can't even remember what they actually got him. Were tax evasion or something dumb? That but they they were. What, do you even remember what it was? I can't even remember what it was, but it was some little pith, pissy yeah. thing that they they reeled him in on, and then they had to fight all these other things, and I was... Anyway, whatever it takes, for those types of people, I don't really care. I, psycho.
0: Yeah. That's, that's nuts. Yeah. Racism is alive and well in this country, unfortunately. Um, and it shows in that documentary. Wow. I'd still, I'd almost
1: rather have it exist that way than the way That's, it predominantly yeah. exists, because it's w- right out in the open. and uh, That is right there. out, proudly on display. And I'm like, at least I know where that guy is. It's the oh, people yes. that are slipping it through the cracks, and mm-hmm. uh, that, those are the ones that really freak me out even more, but... Yeah. Anyway, uh, the, that was fun. Uh, they look like people
0: <laughs> could also
1: qualify to the.
0: <laughs> well, so here's, here's my thing. So, uh, you listeners out there that follow us on Facebook, you saw that I posted a review today on Bone Tomahawk. Uh, originally, and you'll read my full review of They Look Like People next week on the Movie Freaks Facebook page because i wrote that right after watching this movie but uh i thought you know i'm going to uh, i want i want this podcast to air first before i post that review so uh, cuz the podcast is first and foremost so that's why i did my bone tomahawk review but stay tuned for my oh so fun review of full review of they look like people on the the next uh on the next facebook page because trust me it's a it's a doozy um they looked like people um uh, zero stars it, it got zero stars from me not not one single uh redeemable thing uh, about that movie not one uh, this will easily easily make the worst of the year for me uh, right now it sits pretty very pretty at number 1 um i hated every single thing about every Aspect of this movie. Every aspect. <laughs> what um, was it about? It's, um, I, that's, that's what I'm not quite sure. It's, it's another one of these high def camera and people mumbling and actors acting. It's supposedly uh, this guy gets a phone call from this, this deep voiced person saying that, you know, we've warned you, everybody around you are, you know, they're evil creatures and, uh, there's, there's a war coming. And you have to prepare yourself. And then the rest of the movie is this guy and his roommate that he shacks up with and some ladies all acting like douchebags and and emo. It's so bad. It's literally – it's just people yelling at each other, then laughing and talking, and then doing things that no human human would ever do in real life other than if you're a complete moron. It's not a horror movie. It's not anything really. I don't. I don't know how to classify this movie. Uh, in the, it might just be me because the movie does get some actual good reviews, and maybe it's that type of filmmaking to where it's you know, it's just. So we don't. We don't have like. A, I'm.
1: I'm trying to get a feel for this. Uh, we don't have a situation here where this is like a. Oh shit. What was that Scarlett Johansson alien movie? That's really. Bizarre. And we both gave best of the
0: year. We don't have one of those Un-
1: situations. Do no. We? Okay. Under
0: the, no, no, it's not under this game. No. The skin. This is. This is. I, it's just funny how I, I really don't know what to say about the movie because it's so bad. It's things just randomly happen and people do things that no regular person would ever do. Everybody again. Everybody and I, you know, I'm trying not to use the word hipster. I know. But, I can
1: tell. Yeah, but.
0: It's, <laughs> beards and <laughs> tight pants and they're sitting around laughing and then they're fighting and arguing and bickering and then this and that and then maybe a creepy phone call and are we dealing with maybe a takeover but but that that aspect goes nowhere it just it drags on and on and on and i loathed it <laughs> loathed it so I I, I really—it's hard for me to review the movie. Um, I gotcha. My ve- my venom is spewed in the review coming soon. Okay, it's the one ply of cinema. It's all yes, exactly. Yeah, it's it is truly the one. It's actually the the uh, out of toilet paper. It's literally you're <laughs> you're stuck on the in. It's the, in it's the tube. You have to use the tube. You have to use the tube. Yep. It's either that or your bare hand. Take your ah. pick. <laughs> That's this movie. <sighs> so anyway, it's it's. It's right there with Maul for me as far as that, that awful. Oh,
1: oh, that movie was so boring.
0: Yeah, this is too. And it's just this, I just, everything about the movie felt just entitled. Like, we are filmmakers and we can make films and this is what we're doing because we're smart, kind of, but we're not. And this is nothing and we have a low budget, but see, we're quirky and weird. So therefore it's good, right? No, it's not. It sucks. It's awful. Awful. I really want you to watch that,
1: uh, vampire movie I reviewed not too terrible long ago. It's still in the queue. Yep. I, I, cause I, I'm catching up on my reviews. I'm, all, I'm all the way back through April. I'm almost done with April now. Uh, and I came across that one and I was like, you know, I think I'm ready to watch that one again. I liked it that much. Um, wow. That's but awesome. I, I'd like to know what you think of it though. You may hate it. You absolutely might hate it. Uh, that's Embrace of the Vampire? No. I don't, was it called Embrace of the Vampire?
0: Uh, um, I, it, on Netflix, I thought, I thought I added a vampire movie and I, I thought for sure that it was Embrace of the Vampire. You're it's like, got whoosh. that,
1: uh, the guy from Heroes is the one main star in it. Kiss of the Damned. Oh, okay, there you go. Yep, that's still on my list. There it is. Uh, directed by Zan Cassavetes uh, some lady. I wonder if it's a daughter of any of the other filmmaker Cassavetes. That could be, but beautifully artfully done. But you know, there are some like, like under the skin. That's a, that's a good movie to kind of put it in that wheelhouse. But yeah. you know how, like if it goes one step too far, then suddenly it's the color of the house of the, whatever that that stupid movie that we both hated Yep. Um, or whatever. But if it, it, it stays just on this side of it, somehow, of that artful, uh, super artful nature. Then you, we have a, a, drive or a, yeah. uh,
0: under the skin, under the
1: skin. Again, masterpiece yeah. for me. I love, yep. that's art,
0: pure art. It is. I totally agree. Yep. Not say- and, I'm, and
1: I'm not saying that the vampire one is quite there, but it's close. Okay. It. It's, it's, it's in that wheelhouse. Okay. So none of that was they look like people, though.
0: No, yeah. not at okay. all. all right. It's yeah. just it's literally it's you can tell it's a very low budget movie, and that's fine. I get it. that that's okay, but um, it has to be good, you know. And this is just watching non actors try to act, and it you know we don't have a budget for anything, so we're just going to make them do stupid, ironic thing. <laughs> you know, I'm getting angry talking about it. I know Moving what you're on. talking about. Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> so that, that's an interesting round. One movie so good we can't describe it, and one so bad we can't describe it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, next round, where we sell each other our movies. You threw a bunch of crap at me, so I obliged right back at you with a ah. bunch of repeats. <laughs> uh, the Wrath of Vajra. Uh, Japanese death cult is ordered to aid in the spiritual destruction of China. Their method, abduct their enemies' children and train them as killers. I mean, come on, dude. dun dun, dun. Uh, That sounds amazing. Uh, next was City of Men, which is the sequel to... Sp- City of God? City of God, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, still, nobody has watched that movie, and it needs to happen. I know. And I, I figure if there's a safe... I always throw at least one safe bet in there. That at least has the highest probability. And the next one is a roulette movie, but it would be... uh, I don't want to say bigger budget, but it's got at least name actors in it. Yeah. Um, Mila Jovovich, Pierce Brosnan, Dylan McDermott. James McTeague, though, he did a couple movies we like and some we hate. Yeah. Uh, Framed after a terrorist bombing, a U.S. Embassy employee is on the run in London while trying to stop another pending attack. Oh, I didn't, I don't know if I knew James McTeague did that. Hmm.
0: Maybe I will have to give it a chance. I was gonna say that. That's, that, that's got some good names in it. Yeah, Pierce Brosnan. Okay. Okay. We'll see. There you go. Okay. For me, uh, now, seriously, all three of these are on my list. And I, uh, for me, I actually want to watch all the ones that I threw your I way. It's like, I know. I mean, I, these, I, this is not like, oh, here's a bunch of crap. It's like, no, I, these are like, I want to watch these. <laughs> I really want you to sell me that first one. Submerged? Try. Okay, when the kidnapping of a controversial corporate figure's daughter goes awry, her limo careens off a bridge, leaving the survivors trapped underwater. I
1: think that sounds good! Starring, nobodies,
0: directed by... Nobody?
1: (laughs) Uh, No, directed by somebody very important.
0: Oh, um, I'm on IMDb right now. Uh, Oh, I'll um... wait, because I want to see your face when you see the name. I didn't. Uh, directed by Stephen. Oh, Steve Miller. Wait a minute. Is that? Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Steve's ouch. Did, I, if I'm not mistaken, Silent Night did remake. Silent Night.
0: Yes. Ouch. Okay. Whoops. <laughs> Sorry. Moving on. <laughs>
1: How bad do you want to see it now? <laughs> uh,
0: I won't watch that. <laughs> he desecrated on my favorite <laughs> slasher movie. So, yep. But you, maybe you, maybe <laughs> no. Okay. I didn't um, have
1: any interest in that one. I uh, it, it's going to be a car underwater. It's going to be buried. Remember buried with yeah, Brian Rich, it's going to be that with a car in in the yeah. water.
0: Yeah. Okay, next up is Ava's Possessions. A young woman joins a support group for survivors of demonic possession to help her recover from a recent exorcism and <laughs> expose her repressed memories. Um it's a comedy? Oh, um, is it? It says dark comedy satire. Um, William, ah, that, William it just went up a notch for me. William Sadler is in this. So that's, um, yeah. That, you know. that went up a notch for me. Okay. And then last but not least is a movie that uh, sounded kind of good too, is uh, Dementia. And now I, th- I thought that this one here had a pretty good sound as well. like the. Or, uh, yeah, no, this um, one was on my list.
1: This was the only okay. one of your
0: three that was on my list. Okay. After a stroke leaves him with dementia, a Vietnam vet hires a live-in nurse, but soon realizes his caregiver has a sinister agenda of her own. That sounds very much like it has potential to me. Hmm. So, anyway, there's, there's the three. But yep, you know what? I should have done my due diligence. I did not realize that uh, no, it's our, okay. Our, Honestly, our, I
1: I didn't know that it was Stephen C. Miller until I was just reading it now, to be perfectly honest. But the okay. the actual synopsis of it, I, as soon as you threw it in it was like, "Oh, not me. Not me at all." Like I I read it when it popped on Netflix and I was like, nope, I'm good." Yeah. I don't I don't I it just screams low budget, uh, uh, struggling cell phone in the car for, you know, most of the run time.
0: Yeah. Gotcha. Okay,
1: but uh, oh yeah, I, I guess I have to pick first. I'll take why? Uh, yeah, I didn't realize that was a comedy. Yeah, but yeah. that's a Eugene movie. I'm going to take dementia. He okay. said, sounding like he actually wanted the disease. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <sighs> okay, okay. And um, for me, it's for me. It was fairly easy. I will watch City of Men eventually, but not really for Roulette. Um, but honestly, I am. Uh, that Survivor with the director and the cast and the runtime and everything—I'm like that. I will be surprised if that's not at least an easy watch. Okay. So I'm picking. I'm picking Survivor. In fact, I'm kind of looking forward to it. I'm. 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 I'm down for another spy thriller type movie, and some of those turn out to be really, really good. Yeah, I. I also I was
1: kind of uh eh the, like the trailer. Trailer was okay. Uh, I wasn't in love with it, but it was like Pierce Brosnan. Even his his lesser no- stuff is still like watchable. Yeah, um, Mila Jovovich is always fine. And then I I just now saw who directed it. I was like, oh, huh, maybe I should give yeah. that a chance. Well, I shall report back soon. Well, I will wait to hear what you report because I have a stack of stuff to tease at the end of the show. I, I bought some stuff today. Got some, been getting stuff from the library. But before we get into that, uh, we want a rabbit trail? We to uh, all aboard let's, the rabbit trail? Do oh, that
0: let's hop on this train.
1: Okay, I've got some stuff from last week I want to get to. Okay. Uh, real quick, I just wanted to, to touch on a couple of movies that um, are about to start filming. Oh, I guess one, what's the date today? Yeah, I guess one already has. Uh, train Spotting 2 started filming last week with the original cast and Danny Boyle. Thought you'd be would like to yeah. know that. It's uh, based on the book, uh, the novel called Porno, which was a sequel to Train Spotting. And the book was set 20 years later. It came out quite a while ago, but it was set 20 years after the original book. And it is now like 21 years after Train Spotting, so all of the people have aged appropriately, and everybody wanted to do it, so wow. they went to it. I and I think that's fantastic, especially because oh, yeah. Boyle's still involved.
0: Yeah, and so, like, everybody that survives the first one is, it like, obviously Ewan McGregor and uh, Robert Carlyle. All of them. Uh, wow,
1: that's impressive. Robert Carlyle's back in, too, and I'm I'm really interested to see how he's going to work in. I, I figured if it, there was going to be a name to leave off of it, it'd be him, because he would just kill the others, right? I mean, he yeah. was a psycho, and it didn't end well, but... I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see. I don't even, I haven't read the book, but I'm tempted to go pick it up. Interesting. Cool. Very uh, cool. Another one I wanted to touch on real quick, and this one we will not be spending much time on because it is in my little box of shit that's in the bottom of the ocean. Uh, Transformers 5 got a title, The Last Night, and a little teaser trailer that just was Optimus Prime and it said The Last Night, the end.
0: Uh, now, night is it is it night as in nighttime or night as in night K N I G H T. The second one, the badass yeah. one. <laughs> all right. Now
1: wait a minute. There's a specific reason I'm bringing this up. I okay. think we all know or that what how we all stand on the Transformers, and that's fine. I'm not here to arg- make that argument or ever. Uh, but it's funny they put out that little teaser to give the name, because that thing doesn't start filming till next month.
0: <laughs> they okay. haven't
1: even begun production. But I recently have been breaking my vow about reading the comments section of these articles. Uh, A vow I've reinstated because I realized how pissed off I get about that the morons on the internet. So I just wanted to ask you one question about this and see what you say, and then we can put it to rest. For all of uh, the wannabe internet critics, movie critics, and there's a million of them, uh, out there in the world that like to comment on everything. <clears throat> I, I was amazed how many of this repeated comment that I saw. Why in the world are they making another one? The last one was so poorly reviewed. Uh, why are they continue to make this series? Because it's so terrible. They should just stop. Uh, I can't understand why anybody would allow them or give them money to make this movie um, because they've all been so terrible and it's the worst series ever. Yada, yada, yada. I read a million comments like that. So, everybody probably knows what I'm going to say. So, I'm just going to ask you, Eugene, why are they making another Transformers movie?
0: Um, I don't know. Maybe because they make a trillion dollars? (laughs) A trillion, billion, gazillion dollars? I don't know. I could be wrong. (laughs) Do you know
1: how much a billion is? (laughs) It's a thousand million. Yeah. It's a million times a thousand. Yeah. It's it's
0: That's why they're making have a, another one. A thousand
1: piles of a million. Yeah. <laughs> there The I, end I, yes. I solved the mystery, all of you internet yes. wannabe
0: yeah. film and, idiots. And w- once they don't make those thousands of million, then they'll probably do something different or quit making them. But until then Until then, Michael Bay, how much money you want?
1: Yeah, ha ha, ha. here you go, here's his blank check. Oh oh you yeah. want that much money to, you you want a million to a a billion to direct? Whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. That's just the movies. Each one of them's done over a billion. Easily.
0: Yeah. So.
1: The end. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to, you know, tell all the internet idiots out there in case they were wondering why. Yeah. They, well, obviously they were. Yeah. There's the answer to your question.
0: Uh, Does uh, Martin Lawrence star in this movie, though? That's what I want to know.
1: No. And they are moving forward with Bad Boys 3. I hear that starts filming like next Ooh. year, r- right after this. Now, that I am very interested in. That's what I hear, but we'll see. I am, too. I'm all for it. I'm all for... No, I'm not getting into Transformers. Okay. (laughs) I'm all for a lot of changes over there, but, you know, whatever. That was my Black
0: Knight uh, little dumb joke, by the way.
1: Oh! I just don't associate him with that. As soon as you said Um, Martin Lawrence, I I went to Bad Boys.
0: How could you not associate Martin Lawrence with Black Knight? Because... Uh, Because I've
1: never watched it.
0: Yeah. (laughs) What? You own that movie.
1: <laughs> uh, owned, uh, and I, oh, I tried to watch it twice to make fun of it.
0: I got it as a gift.
1: Everybody, yes. I, 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 as a, was it a birthday or Christmas gift one time I asked for a, I had handed over a list of Criterion movies that I wanted and they bought me the Black Knight starring Mark.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that worked out well. Uh, anyway, um, I did want. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to touch again on uh, a topic you brought up last time. I didn't have enough time to think about it. Uh, wanted remakes, remakes that yes. we actually want. I wanted to. I, I thought of a few this week, and mostly because Good. I, 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 touched, uh, I touched, I touched, I touched Stephen this week. I got. I was in Whoa. touch with Stephen this week because he had to return all those anime movies. Oh, I will leave that in, you know, because <laughs> why not? <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure that'll be in the intro. I touched Steven this week.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Jackass. Okay.
1: Uh, damn it. Um, any slip up. It's going right mm-hmm. in there.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: I, I got the stack of anime movies back from him. Um, And he said that he had listened to the show and he said, uh, oh, what? You know, you guys were talking about the remakes and... This one would have made a good ring. I was like, "Oh, why didn't I think of that? You're so right." And I, the reason I didn't think of it, I didn't have any time to prepare. I didn't know. That's that's what's fun about the rabbit trail. It's like springing. Yeah. What's the first thing that comes to your mind? Uh, he recommended out of that pile, Spriggin. Did you remember watching this one? This was the one with uh, Noah Noah's Ark and a bunch of crazy action and Yes. Okay, that was the one that he thought would be. And I was like, "Oh my God, you're so right. That would be totally ripe." for a live-action remake. And then it started making me think, why did I not think of anime? So much in there would be great live-action. Vampire yeah. Hunter D would make a fantastic live-action film. Cowboy Bebop, obviously, if you get the right person to, to nail the tone, like a, um, Joss Whedon would be perfect to do a Cowboy Bebop movie. And lastly, Aeon Flux. Now, I know they had a live-action movie, and it got ripped apart pretty hard, but to be honest, as I recall, when that came out, there wasn't a lot going on in cinema at the time, I mean, as far as, I, it, it was ripe to be destroyed, you know what I mean? It was yeah. that month's Transformers thing, and I went back and revisited it after watching, rewatching the entire Aeon Flux series, and you know, it's actually not that far off, and it's not that bad, um... It, it shares a lot of the tones of those episodes. And, you know, the, a lot of those episodes were very independent. It wasn't like one led to two, led to three, episode gotcha. four. You know, it was like she died in a lot of the episodes. And then the next episode would start and she's alive and they'd just go. And it was like, what? Uh, whatever. Like every episode was just a different reality or something. I don't know. Uh, but that's what made it so fun and unique. And same same sort of story here. Here in in the the, the live action movie, she was... a. Uh, they were all clones of something, and it was like, okay, whatever. But I think that's a property that would be ripe for visiting again. The only problem is, I mean, as far as entertaining the shit out of me, the only problem is that I don't think it has a big enough following to merit, you know, getting the budget. And you got to have a budget to make an Anne Flux movie.
0: Yeah. Right? A lot of those movies, you have to have a, a nice, especially that uh, Spriggan, you're, that would be a pretty big budget movie.
1: Well, if you tone down some of the crazy, crazy Noah's Ark stuff, I think that you could get away with it. it I mean, other than that, it's mostly just an action movie where kids are assassins and mm. super strong and stuff like that. Almost super
0: soldiery. Yeah.
1: But anyway. Uh, cool. So I've blabbed enough.
0: No, no. So and I actually liked uh, I'm glad that we're revisiting this a little bit uh, now. Refresh my memory again. Did I touch on the hammer movies as far as movies that might be good to be remade? I don't think so. Okay, because, and I know that, that, uh, Tom Cruise is involved with, uh, you know, the universal creature feature. He's going to be doing a mummy mm-hmm. remake, which I, I'm all for. Sure. I bring it on. I think that would be great. I think that it would be so cool to do, uh, some of the old hammer movies again and keep it pretty, I don't want to say low, low budget, but try to nail that tone um, and fairly straightforward plot. No huge elaborate effects, just uh, like an old school mummy movie or uh, I put down The Devil Rides Out, which I love The Devil Rides Out with uh, Christopher Lee. Something about those old Hammer movies are so good and so so atmospheric that it and i know that they're that Hammer is still in existence and they still put out some movies i really liked woman in black but i think that that doing some of those old Hammer movies again that you know they don't have to be huge elaborate blockbustery summer type uh action things but just a more small scale horror movie that doesn't rely on tons of jump scares but more of that gothic atmosphere i I would love to see more of those old gothic type movies make a resurgence, and I'm not again. I'm not talking about. I'm all for Insidious and uh, The Conjuring and those types of movies, but I'm talking about like set in a castle. And what did you think we're talking, of
1: Dracula Untold?
0: That was that was okay. I, I didn't mind that movie. It not, was I mean, kind of
1: not overall the entire movie, but like the what you're talking about the tone and especially like the gothic kind of like that. I felt like that was a pretty gothic. Tone. Yeah. I
0: mean, they relied a lot, a lot, lot, lot on CGI yeah. and, and that's, and that's fine. But like do more practical effects type stuff and, you know, maybe a $5 million budget, something like that, but set it like we're talking, set it back in the 1800s or back in the, the witch times or stuff like that. And again, I'm going to refer back to that, uh, Roger Eggers movie The Witch is that seriously that had hints of the hammer pictures of way back when that I love. It, it, there was no CGI to my knowledge and it was all about creating a dread filled atmosphere. And a lot of those old hammer movies have perfect atmosphere and this they create a devil rides out just had this dreadful atmosphere and Mm. the the music the music in the witch was so good and the music in these old hammer movies are fairly simple but they're so good and these things could be made for i don't think again i'm not an insider in hollywood so i don't know but i could see them being made for not that much and there's something it's different it's not oh it's you know another crop of teens getting killed and they're doing stupid things on their phones it's like it's Set back when there is no phones, and it's set, you know, it's got a period you. piece. And I got you, and
1: I feel like <clears throat> there is a contingent that could make that happen, and it might, it's probably going to be, uh, unfortunately for everyone that's listening to this other than me, it's probably going to be in this new kind of, not new, but the this reinvigorated Kevin Smith kind of thing, where he just makes his movies for $5 million and then goes out on tour with it and shows it around. But it's good. You got to get somebody that's passionate about those kinds of movies. If yeah. you're, if you're doing hired gun kind of stuff, then it's your Stephen C. Miller one ply uh, yeah. rebooted <laughs> kids and no snow
0: on a snow. movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, yep. It's just, it's unfortunate because the witch did good. That movie made money and it, it, when you see it, you'll know what I'm talking about. It's, I can't wait to watch it. It's all about atmosphere and a great story and just, it, there's, I don't know if there's any, there might be one or two jump scares, but it's not about jump scares. It's about creating a dread filled atmosphere and Hammer nailed that dread filled gothic atmosphere. And I miss that in horror movies so much. And Conjury had a little bit of it because I guess because it was set in the seventies. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, in fact, another one was, um, uh, Ty West's movie that is so good. Uh, the um. But
1: see, again, house- you're, you're naming people that are doing that. Kevin Smith. Thing. I mean, yeah. I, I keep calling it that, but it's only because he's doing it right now yeah. with the uh, like yoga yoga hozers, which I'm yeah. I'm gonna might actually he's coming to Columbus. I might try and go see Ooh, that. Really? It's oh. That in a Q and A Q&A with him, and the evening oh. show already sold out. So it's a one thirty on a Sunday, and I'm like, should I go? I'm tempted. Anyway. But uh Scott Derrickson was doing it before him. He actually started doing it after he interviewed Scott Derrickson in those podcasts I sent to you three years yep. ago that you never listen to. Um, ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Scott Derrickson had the same kind of business model, like, just give me three to six million dollars and let me do what I want. And then, and, you know, no studio interference, because that's what he ran into with... uh the day of the earth stood still he ran into yeah. studio interference and then he was like fuck this i i, I would rather do my 5 million dollar thing uh, and yeah. be able to do what i want and look where he is now uh, here's yeah. doctor strange oh that's fantastic yeah that's great saw that on, that great. trailer on the big screen this week we'll get to it and recently watched Whoa, made yep. me forget what movie <laughs> i was seeing cuz i was like i wish i was watching that yep anyway <laughs> uh who else uh well this guy that you uh the witch yeah, do, do you know what the budget was for that?
0: Um, I want to say one or two million dollars. Okay,
1: so you know it was very low, though.
0: Oh, very. But wait till you see it. It's. Oh, I get oh, it, but he, he, so look good. at the design. He, he,
1: it's just what a house in the woods, right? It's and not a house in the woods. Okay.
0: With good actors, and it's it's the attention to detail in that movie is so good, and that's why I that's why I adore the Hammer movies, is because I'm like. I am now transported way back to when I believe that there is a mummy in this movie. I believe that Christopher Lee is Count Dracula. It's not, oh, here we go. Now there's all sorts of flying CGI, CGI well, creatures. No, it's – it's he is Dracula and Peter that's, Cushing that's is – That's
1: my point is that it's the people that are passionate about that stuff that are going to pursue the $5 million budget so that they can make the movie the way they want to and then yeah. take it out on this little tour and, you know – enough to get the money back it's not going to be yeah. a big production and, and so you're going to have to find the people that are willing to do it
0: yeah interesting yeah so anyway in my opinion. um <laughs> yeah um so anyway and again a lot of my movies that i think would be great to be remade not only did those fall into the mix but di- i did not let you borrow or did you watch the horror express another one with peter cushing and christopher lee they're on yeah. a train I, that might have been a-, a roulette
1: that was a good movie I, yeah, I, I would love to watch more of this uh, Hammer stuff. It just all it seems to be imported, mm-hmm. uh, Region Seventeen, whatever the hell that I, I <laughs> do not have access to.
0: <laughs> yep, uh, and Legend is another one I think that could potentially be. I'd love to see another really good Sword and Sandals oh, type movie. Oh, Legend, Tom Cruise, Legend, Tom Cruise. Yes, Oh, wow. Yep, Tim Curry, mm-hmm. uh, and maybe maybe it's because. The best part of that movie was Tim Curry as the creature, uh, but it, I did like the story and I loved the visuals in the movie, and I just think that 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 could potentially make for a good reboot. Mm-hmm. So I that's don't know. interesting. Hmm. Yeah,
1: I just don't. Oh, is there an audience for that? I mean, you know what? There is, but they're they're going to spend $80 dollars million, $80 million yeah. on it. It's going to be CGI fest. Starring- yeah, it will. Justin Bieber and God God knows what ooh and the and the thing is, I could actually see that no, it'll be the lesser Thor brother, that's who it'll be,
0: no <laughs> <laughs> the lesser Thor brother, yeah, <sighs> and yep. then who would be Tim Curry's role um uh, uh, um. Ron Perlman? <laughs> no, he
1: wouldn't do that. If he's putting on the horns, it's going to be Hellboy three. It'll be Hellboy three. Yeah, I don't she's know. someone that we don't
0: like. For. Probably. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> it's a great pitch.
0: Yeah. Who do you yeah. have pictured
1: and in the in the Tim Curry role? Someone they don't like. Yeah, I don't know. No, 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 nothing's coming to me. Johnny Depp. Right. Is, yeah, it, is it kooky enough? I don't.
0: <laughs> yeah, Johnny right? Depp with horns. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. Uh, anything else for The Rabbit Trail? Because I've got a, plenty of recently watched that we could... Yeah, I, I feel like we've rushed through it the last couple episodes.
0: Yeah, well, you know, I, I had a question, um, but... Go for it. Okay. I was curious, do you... And this might be one where you have to think about again, but do you have a single best jump scare in a movie that... And, and it might take some time to think about it, but I'm just... I That's a question that I've been wanting to ask for a little while is... Uh, Jump scares, because there's some that are like, ooh, that was startling, that got me. Or is there one that, like, that gets me every time, and it's such a perfectly timed jump scare?
1: Well, this is kind of the interesting thing about the rabbit trail, which is what I'm calling this now. This is all aboard the rabbit trail. Yes. Is that we pop these questions to each other, and then you have to answer with the first thing that pops in your head. But then during the week, you think of more, and so next week we revisit it, and it's a whole new spinoff. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure I'll think of more this week, but listening to your question, the very first thing that pops into my head was the first really, really, really big one in the eye. The original. When, she, I can't even remember what the ghost says. She's sitting in class and a ghost oh, appears in the so corner good. and says, it's something simple and harmless like have you seen my pen or something like that. But it's the voice is a little off and so it's like, Have you seen my pen? And it's a girl. And you're like, wait, what? And then she looks at her, and it's maybe floating a little bit. And she goes, what? And she immediately flies at her. That was so great. That was the very first thing that popped in my head when you said scariest jump scare. Okay. Because... It scared the absolute shit out of you and me the first time we oh, watched I that. Oh, I remember movie. that. We
0: paused it shortly thereafter. It we like, have the okay, cigarette?
1: Hey, gotta go smoke. Turn on more lights. It's too dark. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. The birth of J yeah. horror. Yep. No, oh, that was a great one. But that's something to even think about maybe for the next episode? Yeah. Uh, I just because there's some great jump scares and not ones that are. Oh, that got me because it was loud and startling, but it was yeah, a that's genuine. Crap. Yeah. Yeah, uh, for for me, uh, and I, I have a bunch, but for me, I think probably my favorite jump scare is it's a, almost a subtle jump scare, but it works so good, and it's because of my love for the movie too. But in the original Exorcist, uh, when um, Ellen Burson's character is up in the attic, she walks up, she goes up to the attic, and this is before too much crazy shit has happened. She goes up to the attic and she has a candle or she has a lighter. And there's a, a scene up there where she's walking through there and there's a sudden gust of air or, or wind or something and a slight noise and her flame kind of shoots up a little bit. Um, it just scares the crap out of me every time. And it's not because it's so much of a jump scare. It's because of of just the evilness of that. And it is still a jump scare. It still makes me kind of gasp. But it's everything about that scene was just it's knowing what's coming and it's evil and yeah you know, it, i love i love 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 that scene especially in a dark room with the light you know lights are out volume is up and there's just you kind of hear a noise and then the flame shoots up i love that scene that's one of my favorite jump scares and then in part three of you know, exorcist three the scene yeah that's III. the scene of the movie that is the scene yep so um, anyway that's cool and i appreciate a jump
1: scare like Like you said, as long as it's done the way that it should be done, and I I, was it Stuckman? I think Stuckman did that video where he was breaking down the right and wrong ways to do jump scares for the right and wrong reasons. And one of the main uh, right, quote unquote, right ways was uh, in Halloween when Mm. the guy's walking on the sidewalk or he's kind of looking around and his buddy cop comes up to him and puts his hand on the shoulder and the hand on the shoulder makes him and the entire audience jump out of their seats. No loud noises because it's not an actual scare. It's a friendly thing. I always hate it when it's fine if the cat jumps on the couch and everybody like kind of gasps and it scares you. That's fine. That's fine. Jump scare. But when the cat jumps on the couch and the score goes, that's not fair because the movie is making you say you should be afraid of this and you should not be. This is, that's why it was so great in Halloween when he had those little things and there was no big music to it is because it wasn't supposed to be a real scare and it still made you gasp. Uh, now, do you understand my logic of what I'm, what I'm oh, trying to do? Oh, totally. I can yep. bang it. Okay. Yeah. And it's, totally. there's so few of those these days. Oh my God. What was, the, uh, <laughs> when we did the commentary for, I was keeping track, uh, Hellraiser, uh, Hellraiser, yeah. Hellraiser. I was keeping track of, Okay, I, I, in my notes, the, the fake jump scare number two, fake jump scare number three, and fake jump scare, it was an animal, and dream sequence number five, literally dream sequence number six, and, you know, and then I, we got to the third act, and I realized what was going on in the movie, and I had to get rid of all those notes, because it would have given it away, of what was actually happening in the movie, if you had never watched the movie before, it was just my first time. yeah. But talk about a movie, Chuck, full of all of those mistakes. Holy crap.
0: Yeah. <laughs> cheap. That's just cheap.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it was a shame because I had so many great jokes that I had to just burn. It was my first time watching it. And it uh,
0: yeah. yeah. And, and even, even if there is a a jump scare that is, you know, the loud, you know, maybe a loud sound or whatever. Uh, I'm going to use The Witch as another example again, is there is very few, almost no jump scares, but the one or two that there is, is well earned because the entire rest of the movie is so filled with dread, and that ominous, uh that... They're well earned, and there is you know one or two great jump scares, and it's just because it's you're invested in these characters, you're invested in the movie, and boom, something happens. you're like, "Oh man, it's not just okay, cue loud noise and you know loud crashing bang to make you startled. It's more of a startle scare than a jump scare you know i, I I'm okay if it's, if the loud noise is a sound
1: effect and not a score thing though uh I just thought of another one fantastic example. the strangers.
0: Ooh. Now
1: I watched, did I watch it in the theater with you? Oh yeah. With me. Yep.
0: Oh, that movie was crazy.
1: Absolutely terrifying film. Terrifying. I got, they had mismarked a Blu-ray. And so I got the Blu-ray for like two bucks. I was like, I wasn't that in love with the movie, but you know what? It's $2 Blu-ray. I can probably give it to Eugene or sell it to him. (laughs) I was like, I'll give it another shot. So I took it home. I watched half of it and I turned it off because I was like, I am terrified this movie scares the shit out of me. And it has a lot of those jump scares in it where they do a loud sound, but it's always a sound effect. It's not a score thing. Like it's very quiet for a long time. She's kind of searching around the house and there's a knock at the door, but it's a bang, bang, bang knock on the door, you know, like, and it's scares the shit out of you, but it's supposed to. But like I said, it's, it's not a a score thing. It's a uh, sound effect. That's relative to the, what is happening. Yeah. And that's okay. That, that you know, works. It's supposed to be terrifying.
0: Yep. Damn, that Agreed. would be scary as hell. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And so, anyway, I've got other questions, but I, I like how this, how we kind of rabbit trail to God knows where.
1: Yep. It's all Some good. You're ready to move on is what you're saying? Well,
0: no, I, oh, I could, <laughs> oh, I could totally fine. keep going with with best jump scares, but we've got a ton of recently watched to cover, so. Yes, I do. Let's go for it.
1: Okay. Well, then, since I have the pole position and we're a little ahead of schedule, I got three rounds that I need, sir. Okay. Uh, First up is going to be a speed round. I've been on a documentary kick, and so here comes four documentaries that are not sports-related, so you won't fall asleep. No. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Take notes, because some of these you want to listen to. Okay. Uh, Number one, I Am Road Comic. This is a sequel to a documentary about comics called I Am Comic. I'm keeping track of my time, so I don't go too long. Uh, and I haven't seen the first one, but I watched this one, and it was great. It was totally great to see the in- inside world of what it means to be a road comic and what these road comics go out and do. Fully enjoyed it. You will fully enjoy it. Uh, definitely give that one a watch. Next up, All Work, All Play. This is a documentary about professional video game players that's been on the roulette before. Okay, yep. I now, when I read the synopsis, it made it sound like professional video game players, so I'm thinking like just guy's fucking playing Halo or some shit or whatever whatever the hell the new game is. Uh, but this is not. I'm not going to necessarily recommend this one to you, because this one is a, about a game called... Oh, I was going to write it down. I think it's called League of Legends, which is a game I've heard of before, but I've never actually played. Uh, there was a ton of it in here, so it was a great to learn all about it. I've watched some live streams of it, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? I don't get it. Whatever. It's a five-person versus five-person game in an arena. Kind of an, a role-playing game you got your sword swinger and your magic user and you guys, you basically capture the flag. You go get the other guy's base. Okay. But it takes five people versus five people. These nerds live in houses together and do nothing but play this game. And at first I was like, wow, that must be nice to be so fully funded by your trust fund that you can just sit around and play video games all day with your nerd friends. Uh, (laughs) But then they showed what the pay scale was for rookie player entry level on one of these teams. 35,000 a year. Uh, what? Medium player, would they do tournaments and stuff and there's world championships. Medium player, it was like a 40 or 50. Uh, the next uh, pro was like 75 and an all-star was like a million. So they're making money. These guys are making money to just sit around and they showed their houses. It was like super highest tech computers of all time and uh mattress and clothes everywhere in a three-story house. <laughs> the guy went up to the rooftop and there was a beautiful rooftop with a fire pit and a jacuzzi and um, like a, a roof thing over the jacuzzi that had holes in it because they're like, I don't even know if I've ever been up here because they're nerds. They sit down there and play video games on their computer all freaking day long. But that's what you have to do to be- make money at this game and be good at it. And that's sweet. It was very interesting for me as somebody who's, a, you know, into video games and stuff. Uh, you who has never heard of this game, I'm sure, and would have no interest in it. I don't think you'd enjoy it. Okay. Uh, it was interesting to see f- for the making money aspect, but I don't think you'd be into it. Um, okay. Next up, Foodies: The Culinary Jet Set. This one I am recommending to you. Watch All this. Right, that one. sounds immediately like something I would like. Yep. It was. It was very entertaining. Well, it was. It was very entertaining. But my wife. Uh, and this is what our spouses are supposed to do is give us perspective because I like to cook and, you know, I'm interested in all these different foods and stuff. Uh, gave me perspective. (laughs) She was listening to a little bit of it because I was watching in my office and she goes, what are you watching? And I said, it was explaining to her what it was. And she came in and watched a little bit and she goes, you know, man, they are creating a hell of a lot of waste doing what they're doing. And I, kind of turned on these people halfway through because of that, and she's absolutely right. What this is is about people that are so independently wealthy that they can just fly all over the entire globe to try out all these three-star restaurants. They they grade these on a scale of one to three. They have their blogs, their professional food critics, and their reviews mean a lot, but that's all they do is they spend their time flying across the globe to go eat at restaurants, and they eat. The one guy said that uh, his parents supported him. He said, my parents aren't Disgustingly wealthy, but they're not, um, ah, what was it? Uh, pretty wealthy or something. And then they showed him at his house where he has, you know, servants' quarters and servants feeding him, and, you know, he's very, very rich. Enough that he can spend all his time just living in England studying Shakespeare. He's not becoming a director or an actor, he's just studying Shakespeare. He's just reading
0: you know what i'm talking yeah, about yeah. the
1: stupid rich and so he he flies all over the world to try out these restaurants and then write about them on his blog oh
0: and it's man. like think
1: about all of the air travel and he said you know i'm going to eat at this three star restaurant and i'm going to eat at a two star tomorrow so that means within a 24 hour period i will probably sample 60 or 70 dishes that's the kind what? of what because that's the kind of restaurants i'm talking about where they do you know, 30 course meals where it's like they bring out this tiny little plate of this little tiny thing with a coconut you, and a ham and a and one little slice and that's it. And then you move on to the next plate and then a little bit, little wine. And you know, then here's your bill for 10,000, 20,000. I don't know. I don't, yeah. God, God even knows. Um, they never mentioned how much it costs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was the first thing my wife said, yeah, they're flying here. They're flying there. They're, they're doing this, the, the, the carbon footprint on that kind of thing, it's, it, it, I sat there for the rest of the movie going, you assholes, it's not, <laughs> it's not the poor that is causing such an economic drain as much as you rich bastards who do this kind of shit.
0: Jettison I, around the globe. I could not
1: even fathom doing that. The, the other guy was bragging that he's eaten at every three-star restaurant in this menu guide in, in the world. And oh. he said, I have reviewed 1,200 restaurants. It, it was, but... It, Still, I recommend watching the doc. It's interesting because, you know, if we were independent, like, crazy, stupid, rich, I, I was watching it going, that would be great. I would love to do that. And then in one second, I was like, you're absolutely right. These people are all assholes. <laughs> 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 but anyway, wow. I definitely recommend that you give that one Okay, cool. Lastly, and shortest of all, Crafting a Nation, which is about uh, independent beer crafters making these craft beers, blah, blah, blah. I watched half of and turned it off. And mm. it's odd that I did because it's, uh, it was a very fascinating subject. I was very much enjoying the subject matter. But they made one mistake so massively big that I could not bear it anymore past the halfway mark. And that is they screwed up the music. Uh, oh, really? While this was a, a documentary about crafting beer and yada yada, they decided to put in music that would work for a Holocaust documentary. It, oh. it, it was all very slow piano, very slow uh, acoustic guitar. And while they talked about how evil the big two or three beer manufacturers, Budweiser and whatever, yeah. how how evil and horrible they are. And they can't get beer licenses to sell here and there because they have a monopoly. And so they have to sell out of their own breweries. And, and that stuff, was, I was interested into it, but it was all... Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> do, 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 do. And it was like, what the hell? You're showing people having a beers and having a good time and partying at your place, but.
0: Oh. <laughs> so I was, was it like amateur hour type nope. decision making there?
1: I mean, maybe, but I'm telling you, it was just the music. Everything else was totally fine. Give it a watch if yeah. you can handle it. I, I was so pissed uh... off halfway through that I was like, I, I can't even, I can't even anymore.
0: Oh, that's too bad. And now that, that does sound interesting. I was
1: fully enjoying everything else about it, but it was
0: dun, 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 dun,
1: dun. anheuser See, Bush, Anheuser-Busch, yeah. man. Anheuser-Busch. <laughs> lots of beards. Lots of beards, uh-huh. suspenders. Yeah. Lots of suspenders. <laughs> but still, I, I would tell you to watch like, I tell you this sometimes watch the first 30 minutes. You'll get the taste of it. You'll get the idea. You won't, you won't have any compunction about turning it off and you'll enjoy what you do watch.
0: Yeah. I I remember for the uh, sake movie that the documentary that I watched that too, the music was just kind of, it was somber the whole way through. And now granted for that, the subject matter itself was a somber subject matter with the conditions that those guys live in and work in so it fit the movie but it doesn't sound like it would have fit
1: it was so terribly out of place like i'd be it's 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 a doc okay i'm watching it while yeah. i'm working on the computer or whatever i you know half listen one eye on the screen but you know then you turn when something is is happening and there were more than a few times that i did the extremely slow What <laughs> is going on because it, oh it was so st- so wrong a choice of music that it just it, it was so weird people are you got tables full of people smiling laughing happy hour drinking i love your beer it's great have a party time and just slow one hand piano music
0: oh. and it wasn't
1: like uh like they did a little bit of that with the foodies doc but it was more like artistic wine tasting yeah, more, that, that little, I can understand little more tempo, And so it was yeah. like, okay, that's fine. That totally works. This was down tempo down beat. I, I turned it off halfway through. Uh, okay. That's four. And uh, I went on a little too long, but I, anyway.
0: Interesting. So out of all of those, the one that you would recommend the most is the foodies one, I would guess.
1: Um, the, the road comic one. I would, okay. I would say that would be the, the for, to recommend to you, or, or okay. to anybody, because it's got a comedy background, and I think that more of the general, general populace needs to appreciate what these road comics are doing.
0: Yeah. I still think that you need to watch the, uh, it was on the roulette, and it was a complete gem in the rough. Uh, the, the documentary on the, the, is it Angola Prison? Oh, shit. I need to watch that. Do you really need to watch that documentary. That was, I'll, Fantastic! I'll bump it's it up. it's
1: of it my queue. I just haven't got around no. to it, and I'm totally on a doc kick right now. So it's he- okay. it's
0: heavy subject matter. It's depressing, but especially for it being that old, how relevant it is today. And that was a great documentary. I, that was a that would be like once we do our. A roulette recap that'll be in the the best of, I would imagine, unless there are some real gems in there. And so far, eh. well, keep throwing
1: me Stephen C. Miller joints, and we'll see. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we just like saying Stephen Miller because we know a Stephen yes. Miller, right? Yeah, yes, okay. uh, yeah, making yeah. sure,
0: yeah. Oh, speaking of which, that uh, yeah, Stephen Miller rears his ugly head in uh, "Welcome to LA" as well. So
1: yes, he did <laughs> in a way that you really do not want to.
0: You don't want to be involved, no. <laughs>
1: uh, okay, over to you. Go ahead. Do do whatever um, your biggest set is. I just okay,
0: afford- so I wanted to get this out of the way first and foremost because it's kind of relevant with what's coming out here in the next month or so i already
1: love the shame in your voice i'm not even sure uh, what what it's gonna be but i love it
0: well it's it's we're talking big big budget type deal here but oh they recently remastered and re-released independence day on (laughs) blu-ray and and the the price of the blu-ray brand new is is too good to pass up especially the extended version which i honestly don't believe i've ever sat down and watched i didn't know there the was ex- an extended version yeah there's like 10 over 10 minutes more footage yeah trust me yeah don't get
1: Oh that. Yeah. I, I, yeah hey do you remember when i traded you my, my dvd and never with the intention of yeah. rebuying it
0: <laughs> back in about 99 uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah well okay, go carry so, on <laughs> yeah so it, it came out to nine dollars brand new Which is really good for a newly remastered in 4K Blu-ray and the digital UV code and blah, blah, blah. It looks great and the cover is snazzy. And I'm like, this movie is awesome and here we go. And, and, obviously, they're coming out with the Independence Day sequel here in a month or so and I'm going to see it. Uh, Let me tell you what this movie uh, does not do well. And that is Hold Up. It is a sci-fi movie of the week. Uh, But the difference is it's two and a half hours long. The jokes don't work. Like, welcome to earth, cigar-smoking Will Smith. Yeah. Now,
1: now, uh, on that front, is it because it truly doesn't work and doesn't hold up, or is it because it's been parodied to death? Because I've seen that happen where it's, I'm hmm. sick of this, of the Pulp Fiction, because I've seen it a million times. Travolta dancing with Thurman, yeah. uh, Uma Thurman. I, it could be... I, uh, I don't know. But it, it, <laughs> uh, I mean, if you go back... Transport back to the... I, why am I defending this movie? Because I also feel the same <laughs> way about it as you do. But if you go back to, what was it, 96? Nobody yeah, thought 96. The Fresh Prince could carry a movie. This was the one, wasn't it? That.
0: Oh, yeah. This one the Bad Boys. I mean, this was... Put him on the map. Yeah. And, it, and he he is good in it. And the first half of the movie with the, the build-up to the alien invasion is is solid. But I, I get it. The special effects back then, they were groundbreaking. But they have aged so poorly. And which is unfortunate because there's movies that are way older than this that the special effects hold up so well. Because they knew, hey, we can't get away with this stuff. So let's just – but here they were – let's do groundbreaking stuff. And it – does not hold up uh, a lot of the stuff to me does not'm hey well. I'm
1: I'm usually with that movie yeah. until the dog jumps off the trunk oh no, it was terrible like blue screen not even green yeah.
0: blue screen yeah. and it the bluest it, of bluey blue screen it, oh no, it, so bad. Oh, and just it's just Will Smith's live-in fiance or whatever or girlfriend, and there's a huge spaceship right outside their house, and oh, I have to go into strip by the way. So I'm here's my key. I, I gotta go because I gotta go strip now. And I'm like what? And no one's in the strip club, and they're all watching the TV, watching the alien invasion. And she's like what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, just, oh, you're right. No. <laughs> uh, no, and, and Data is good. He's the best part of the movie, He's probably. He's the best part of the movie for me. Yeah. Every,
1: but he shows up... What's his name? Dr. uh... Dang it.
0: Ah. Uh, uh. there, there are some great moments in the movie. And I gave it two and a half out of five stars. But that, back in the day... I watched that movie when it came out. I watched it twice in one week. In the evening, first run, full price. This movie is the greatest thing to ever exist. And now... Uh, I honestly watching this movie again my expectations are actually lowered for the new one coming out cuz i was like all right new independence day finally and then i'm like wait a minute this is the guy that made 10,000 BC and the Jake Gyllenhaal 20, thing 2012 that was, and yeah twenty two. yeah and even that one i think after i saw that i'm like that was awesome and you were like are you sure about that <laughs> and because yeah, I, I did I that with, it, I did that with
1: Independence Day as
0: well. Yes, and I'm like independent, or and, and I'm like okay, yeah, John Cusack in the limousine jumping through. And, it was it's,
1: it's okay. It, it, yeah. that was the best thing he's made probably since Independence Day. To be
0: perfectly honest. Yeah. So anyway, uh, if, but rewatching it, especially the and here's the thing: I did pick up bits in this version that I don't remember in the theatrical cut, and they totally don't work. They they totally totally are off, especially with um, uh what's the guy's name? Uh, the the bumbling drunken idiot that flies the oh, airplane. Oh yeah, yeah, I got you. Uh, but he has a couple scenes extra, and I'm like, what? That doesn't work. Quaid, like that. Randy Quaid, it's Randy Quaid, and I'm like, so I can see why they cut that out. Uh, it's it's already way too long of a movie, but the first half is good. The setup is pretty good with the aliens coming in and. But but at least
1: they totally uh, destroy their computers with a Mac.
0: Yes, and a virus. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. Jeff Goldblum is good in it because he somehow has Wi-Fi in 1996. Yes, and so that he
1: can connect to other networks.
0: Oh, uh, even so, not like Jeff Goldblum. Some, but even in this one, some of his lines are oh, what, what, what's that? Don't do, don't say that. Go, go forward. It's, uh, whatever. I'm like ah, it's not funny. That's kind of stupid. And yeah, <laughs> don't do this. Do this. Do that. Go, go yeah, forward. I know it. what you're talking about. Go, no, that's go, funny. go, go forward. Yes. I, oh
1: no, he's one of the saving graces because it gets me away from the people that I hate in that movie. <laughs> yes. And they're like, no, it's a big emotional moment, goose, when that other guy dies, and I'm like, <laughs> oh,
0: thank God yeah. he's dead. <laughs> Harry Connick Jr. Yes, yes.
1: Goose. <laughs>
0: That's Goodbye, right.
1: Harry Goose Jr. Yes. <laughs> oh,
0: geez. Oh, okay. Yeah. So anyway, now I will say the speech that Bill that uh, Pullman Pullman. Yeah, no, it's all Bill, right. Go ahead, carry on. The speech that that uh, Bill Pullman has it is good, and even he, watching it again, I'm like, Dad, that was that was badass. That was good, but eh, hey, were, you, you know, we're uniting as a world against tyranny hey, from the... aliens? there uh, is something
1: in that, though. It's the only thing that's going to ever unite this world. It's an outside threat.
0: <laughs> yes, like that. So I, yeah, I, I
1: agree know. his speech stands up, and another shining... See, there's just enough shining performances in that movie that I get by on it. Yeah. And I'm glad that I turned on it when I did, which was when I traded you that DVD set, which was like 99 or
0: something. It yeah. seriously was like
1: 99 or 2000. I was like, I'm good. I just watched that yeah. again.
0: Uh. And I'm like, what? You're selling the five-star di- DVD edition <laughs> of this. I'm like, yeah, I'll take it. Yeah. And I, I got, I, I re-bought the Blu-ray, but it
1: was like a dollar or two. Like it was stupid cheap. I was like, ah, I'll show it to Addie. You know, that kind of thing where it's like, it's time to, yeah. you know, for the kids to, to watch it. But uh, his dad, no, Everybody's yeah. leaving New York. Where they are, Washington. We're the only ones driving it. Like he is a comedic genius, and everything he does just makes me laugh. I love him. Yeah. So uh, that would be one of those performances where I'm
0: like, "Oh, I'm back in," kind of. Yeah, and then and then immediately you go to Randy Quaid and his kids that look nothing like him. They're like, I'm like, these guys look. The, the kids look like they're because they're Indian.
1: Yeah, for some, they're part for Indian. Reason, like what? He had Native
0: American children. I. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so. Next? We did one. Okay. He did one um, at about the
1: same time I did four.
0: Okay. So, um, moving on. Actually, yeah, it should be back to you. No, but you're fine. I'll, Go ahead. Right. Okay. I'll, I'll hit on a gem now. Uh, actually finished this up before the podcast tonight. And I don't recall talking about this movie on our show. I've watched it, uh, uh, two times now within the last year. So, Having said that, I, I was afraid that I've already talked about this movie, but I don't think I'll I have. Let you know if you have. Okay, please do, because I don't believe I have. It's called Long Weekend. Have I talked about this movie before? I, if, if you have, I don't remember. Okay. Uh, movie was made in 1970, yeah, 1978. It's an Australian movie. Oh, maybe you have. Uh, what's okay. it about? Carry on. Go it's ahead. Review a, it again. It's a very, very slow burn Uh, I hesitate to say horror movie, more of a thriller mystery type thing. I do kind of remember you talking about this, but go ahead.
1: It sounds like something needs uh, more selling.
0: A a bickering couple go to uh, a remote beach to kind of rekindle their relationship, and right from the get-go, you don't like either person. But it's not a, I hate this movie because I hate them. It's because they're, they're supposed to be who they are on screen and they do it very, very well. You, you buy into the fact that these are unlikable people and everything they do is not, it's not horrible, but it's just kind of entitled asshole ish. <laughs> um, so just, you know, just littering a little bit, not, not overly littering, but you know, a little bit of littering and a little bit of doing this and this and this. They're just, they're just, kind of obnoxious and nature revolts against them. Na- Literally Wait, nature is in like
1: plants and trees or just, uh, it just people? just
0: uh, mainly animals. And I, I'm trying to be vague because I don't want to spoil too much of it. And I would like you to watch this movie at some point, but n- kind of uh, mainly animals, but kind of nature itself revolts against them. And it's so damn creepy. Uh, and it's not played for laughs at all. It's, it's very well acted. They're, they're good actors and it's a slow build up, but just as things ramp up and ramp up, especially the final half hour, we're talking Blair Witch type stuff going on to where I'm like, the Blair Witch project, those guys got cues from this movie and they, they, they had to have, they had to have, uh, just being stuck out in the middle of nowhere and things unexplained things are going completely bonkers uh and it, it no real jump scares but it's creepy oh it's just unsettling uh, i'm with- i'm going
1: to probably more than likely i'm swinging by tomorrow or the day after to drop off uh some movies and okay. comics and crap uh i want that and i want bone tomahawk okay I'm yep. get these Which I- bastards checked off my list yeah. Now, this isn't some like German import thing. I can't. No, no, no. No, this okay. is, this is a uh, regular this is a re- American,
0: good old yes, American release. <laughs> yep. And it looks, it looks so, this is a high profile uh, studio that released this movie. So you'll be amazed that the picture quality is great. But again, it's more of a drama. Like it's very slow paced. I, I remember But you it's, about it's, it before. it's so, if you can hang with it, and I, I did, especially the last half hour, ooh, it was just, Not scary, but just uncomfortable, and I'm like, oh, this theory, oh, Blair Witch owes something to this movie. So, cool. anyway. Uh, All right. Uh, Okay. Round two.
1: You ready? Yes. I'm going to be real quick, uh, because these are big budget releases that everybody's talked about and probably seen if anybody had any interest in them. Um, The Man from Uncle. I got this one from the library. Ooh.
0: Nice. Yeah. Good movie. Yeah, it was
1: fun. It was a good flick. Uh, I think I expected a little bit more from it. It was a, I don't want to say a little more tongue-in-cheek, but it was just a little more, a little too winky-winky. Get it? Because I talk a little more like this.
0: (laughs) Hugh Grant. and No, he
1: was fine, but it was uh, Superman. It was like, mm, reel it back just a smidge. Make make it a little more believable. It was sort of like I'm just playing to everyone, aren't I? <laughs> but uh, and it was too 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 damn long. And and at the the ending, the third act had some really dumb shit in it. The car chase thing, he where he's like in his all terrain vehicle, whatever, and the the what do you call that? What do you call those vehicles? It's like
0: dune buggy type yeah, thing dude or buggy
1: type thing. Um, yeah, and it's raining, and they're in Siberia. Who knows? But the guy's sticking to the main road and driving way around this curvy way. And he's like, "Hmm, I'll go up this way." And drives up an impossible hill through an impossible forest and an impossible, completely impossible, going slow. There's like, <laughs> he's mud bogging. Yeah. I mean, he's going fifteen miles an hour getting through all the garbage that he's driving through. Whereas the guy on the road over there is driving 70 and they're showing the speedometers. It it was nonsense that ending, but nonetheless, it was still a fun watch. I don't think I'm going to be, I'm, I'm, if I'd see, if I come across the DVD for a buck in a pile, I'd pick it up. Other than that, yeah, I'm good. I, I, I'm not going to be revisiting that often. Uh, Angels and Demons, director's cut. I watched this one. Finally. Okay. I finally got it checked off. Um, I like this movie. I think it's better than Da Vinci Code. I think, it um, I like the story a lot better. Uh, I, I didn't know there was a director's cut. I don't know how much longer it was. It's, it's a little too long. They do this it's thing so where they're like, you know, this, we got to find this church. Cause it will lead us to the second church. That will lead us to the third church, to the yep. fourth church, which basically translates into, Where's the church? Where's the church? Car chase, car chase. Where's the church? Car chase. Where's the church? Car chase. Yeah, uh, 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 got it. Like, it's, yeah. it's very repetitive.
0: And did I, did you, did you like the, cause I believe that movie was pushing PG 13. That was the unrated version, I know, but that was a pretty violent movie. The PG 13, I mean, I haven't seen it since the
1: theater, I want to say maybe, but the PG 13 is not the director's cut, cause the director's cut was R. There was, yeah, there was I, gore in that movie. Yeah. yeah guys on fire and gun gun shots exploding heads like with brain matter all over uh it didn't i don't feel like it was that much longer than the theatrical i'd have to actually look up the numbers go ahead while i'm talking okay Um, but i would guess that the director's cut was maybe minutes longer maybe five or possibly ten but not nothing like terribly significant like a 30 minute extra or something like that but that's going back a long way since I've last seen it. Uh, there is... A, a, the biggest problem that I have with this film is the... Ah, shit. I, I still can't even nail down how to explain what it is. But there is something in the... Spoiler, 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 you've been warned. There is something in that transition third act where so often I have a problem. Where I'm like, so they're trying to figure out who the bad guy is. And I'm like, is Ewan McGregor the bad guy, maybe? Or is it the other guy? Like, it's a secret who the guy is, who the plant guy, the the double agent yeah. is. I get that. But they kind of, it feels like they go out of their way to make him seem suspicious. To the point where I really expect him then when he's not. I'm like, wait, so he's not? The bad guy? And then, like, he's a big hero, and the movie's over. And then I hit the button on my thing, and it says there's 25 minutes left in the film. <laughs> and I was like, holy shit, maybe what? And then I realize, oh, he is the bad guy. I remember, okay, so I do remember it right. It's like there's something in there that annoys me. Like, I wish that the Stellan Skarsgård character in that scene would have been able to be, like, no, or just something to give a hint. Like, maybe not right. Maybe not what you... Yeah. Mean, I don't know. It's hard to explain. But there, there's a little bit of arc tone in there that still kind of irritates me. Yeah. Uh That being said, it's still... Uh, uh, I still like it better than Avenger the Code.
0: There's uh, an eight-minute difference from the PG-13 rated theatrical cut versus the extended version. So I would guess a lot of that... Yeah. But- yeah. Yeah, there's, there's violence added in, but not a whole lot else. Yeah.
1: Little, little beats here and there. Uh, and I'll tell you what, uh, when we talked about uh, the crying episode where you were making me admit to what makes me cry, strangers helping yeah. strangers, etc., This movie really makes me feel betrayed by the time it's over because, uh, again, spoiler, spoiler. The, they three, he throws the guy in the fountain and. Mm hmm he jumps in at Tom Hanks, jumps in after him and he's trying to help him and get him an air hose. And he's getting up for air and he's screaming for help. And there's nobody around. People are staring at him. And when all hope seems lost, finally a stranger jumps in. And at first his reaction is like, Oh crap, are you here to kill me? And he's like, no, no help. And then more strangers dive in and help. And I'm, I'm not kidding, man. That's almost, it almost triggers me. I'm almost crying I, at that point.
0: I know which part you're talking about. And then and that I was get to the end
1: and realize that was all this other dude and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I almost feel a little bit betrayed on that. But anyway,
0: are you? We talked about this before, but are are you interested in the next and the next uh, movie from? What's the runtime? Uh, uh, well,
1: I see three it? hours and forty five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> I, I won't see it in theater probably unless it's like some sort of thing where it's getting rave reviews. Uh, maybe dollar theater. Yeah. As we as gotcha. we know, I, uh, my when I'm going to the theater depends on what's what's going on in the world. For example, school is out in two days. That means I have two days to get to the theater for the next mm, four months.
0: <laughs> yeah, because otherwise, every single showing, pretty much every single showing, is... of
1: every single thing is kids. Yep. Yep. Or teens. Worse.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
1: Go ahead, okay. back to you. I got one okay. I got one more um, round after this one. It's going to be a doozy. Okay. I'm saving the best for last. So, Okay.
0: Uh, I'll get this out of the way. We've already talked about this movie on a previous episode. Bone Tomahawk review. Uh, five stars. If you want my full review on that movie, go to Movie Freak's Facebook page. Read it. It is a masterpiece. Moving on. Uh, next movie that I would like to just real quick hit on is a movie called Bite. And the new release from 2015 from Scream Factory. They released this uh, from uh, director Chad Archibald. And he's also done a movie that I believe was on the roulette called Ejecta. Yeah. You remember that movie? Yeah. Okay, which I don't believe I liked. No, I don't think you did, but I think I left it in no.
1: the queue just in case. That, okay. I think your review was – yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't zero stars, but it wasn't that good. Well, Bite has gotten some notoriety as being a movie that people have been throwing up and passing out and walking out of.
1: Let me guess. Um, let's see, Bite. Werewolf
0: or Vampire? No, you are actually wrong on that. Mm. This is an insect body horror type movie.
1: Uh, what kind of insect? We're not dealing with the... Uh, uh, bees again, are we? Like, what was the last thing we reviewed? Where they are flying after the white van?
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. This is... Um, this is... Uh, obnoxious people go to... Uh, you watch a lot of movies with obnoxious people. Yes. Obnoxious people go to party with uh, other obnoxious people in some South American place, and uh, here's the thing. A grog is bit by some insect, and she brings back this... Disease that starts to take over her body, and and she's actually I will say this the uh, this lady her name is Elma Bagoyevich I believe is how you pronounce her name she she was actually quite good as as our lead this is basically the fly this is Brundle fly okay uh, the whole movie is pretty much her falling apart it is disgusting. Like this movie is gross, very gross. So it's a
1: disease thing, kind of. It's a
0: disease thing, yes. Okay, um, yeah. uh, but the obnoxious. I I give this movie a thumbs up because I love great practical effects, and this movie is primarily practical effects, and it is gross. Is she, just
1: is she transforming into a thing though, or is it just melting? Yes. Okay. Okay. Just
0: transforming into something. That's easier for me to
1: swallow uh, than the just. Disease. We discussed that last episode. Not, not, not the disease. Yes. Part, yeah. yeah.
0: But, uh, what, what, and I, I'm actually invested in the storyline as far as uh, how she got infected and mm-hmm. what's going on. But here's what takes me out of the movie somewhat is the stupid decisions that her friends and her, she herself make, uh, on this, this journey to whatever she's becoming is she's holed up in her apartment and Doctors, why would I call a doctor? Because I'm embarrassed with how I look. And her friends are like, what's going on? Let's go to your apartment. Oh, your apartment is turning into a hive of whatever you're turning into. Like, it's a, it's a xenomorph hive in her apartment. Mm. So, hey, are you okay? Where are you? I'm going to walk through all of this slime and fish egg guts and, sli- and, and nasty KY jelly spewed all over the walls. <laughs> I'm going to walk through this and a uh, half decayed body here because I'm worried about you.
1: No, uh, no, I, I throw the gas canister in and throw a. Match oh yes.
0: Oh yeah. This is it's a shame up the about party. Eugene.
1: Damn.
0: Yeah, I- <laughs> but here's the bomb. Yes, <laughs> done, done. Yes. Well, uh, but so it it totally takes you out of the movie. However, I will say this: the special effects, the practical effects in this movie, and I love love great practical effects. They are really good in this movie really good enough to where i'm like i i was had a smile on my face pretty much the entire runtime just because of that and because i knew how it was going to play out and there was enough i liked her i liked the lead she was good everybody else in the movie was stupid but completely stupid but she was good enough and if if she would have been an awful wretched character yeah then this movie would have been a fail, but I liked her enough and the special effects, and even the way it was filmed, it was be- a beautiful movie. I'm like, this looks like a pretty big budget movie here. It's not like a super, super low budget fan film type thing. This isn't... A- Scream Factor is releasing this on Blu-ray. Nice. So, anyway, uh, having said that, I I give this movie a thumbs up. That is coming from Mr. Soft Underbelly here that appreciates great practical effects. This movie has great practical effects. I would recommend it on those merits, but you your I I would have a feeling that you would probably thumbs down this one st- simply because of the absolutely obnoxious character beats that are throughout the movie with,
1: with I mean maybe but the premise it, it very much screams uh, anomaly of cinema and when it's an anomaly of cinema I have to see it at least once you know what I mean when it's a, you when it's like a, a bug or a, yeah you know something weird or just different i I have to see it at least once.
0: Yeah. This, the, I'll tell you, those effects are great. And just, it's so damn gross. I mean, I'm <laughs> serious. Like, this movie is, and it's not, like, full of blood and guts, but it's just I gotcha. so slimy. But as soon as you are like, oh, this is so nasty. Oh, here comes her best friend. Are you okay walking through the house? And, oh, there's KY jelly in my hair now. And <laughs> blue shit Streaming into my mouth, but that's okay. Are you okay? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, uh, no. Yeah. Oh, there, there
1: are parts of Cronenberg's Fly that still just about make me, I about can't handle.
0: Yeah, this movie is, that would be, I would guess that this director was very much going for a uh, Brundle Fly type of thing. So, cool. Anyway, okay. There you go.
1: Uh, okay, last round. Here we go. <clears throat> Best for last. I uh, got Ant-Man from the library to show to the family because they had not watched it. And uh, I stand by my review. I gave that thing an 8.5 out of 10. I really like this movie. Uh, again, Marvel does their origin stories just so fantastic. I I, I, mm-hmm. I really dig this movie. Um, I'm sure Edgar Wright's version would have been a 10, uh, but I can only grade what I got, and that's an 8.5. And that's a very positive score. Very good. Uh, And lastly, I watched Avengers 3, Captain America, Civil War, which is Avengers 3. We're sorry for Avengers 2. That's what this movie is, in case you were curious. Yeah. Uh, and, And there's a lot of reviews out there that are comparing it to Batman v. Superman, and I am very irritated by that. It's very annoying, because I I feel the only thing they really, truly share in common is from a high, overarching look, is a comic book movie and heroes fighting heroes. And that's it. Other than that, I mean, they do share a lot of beats here and there. They they share a hell of a lot of the same mistakes, and, and it feels like everybody is willing to point them out in BVS, but not in this. You know how everybody's screaming like, oh, its they're right about to fight, and why don't they just say, wait a minute, let me explain what's going on. you I've read that ten times. That exact same moment happens at Avengers 3, where he's like, they're right about to fight, it's right about to happen, there are at the airport, and you could say, hey, I have this information, blah, 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 but instead he goes... I have to stand my, it does some vague speech. I have to stand my ground and be what I believe and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, you could just say what you know and the guy would be like, oh, maybe we should look at your evidence and go from there. <laughs> exactly the same way it happened in BBS. But for, yep. why is it in one thing we're like, everybody's like, fuck this movie. And then the other thing they're like, oh, I love it. I totally buy the motivation. I it's so weird. I don't I don't get it whatever. I, like I said, I, I can turn off the internet and just sit in my little hovel and enjoy both and be <laughs> happy with it and, and the hell with the trolls. Um I'm I'm not saying that uh, this movie is better than BVS I think on a quality level, but I think I will be revisiting BVS more often just because it's different. Uh before I watched uh Captain America 3 which I still stand by Captain America is the strongest strain of the Marvel universe. Uh, I would from agree. The very there. First and I've only one, seen the
0: first two. Yeah. From the
1: very first one. I'm uh, yeah, no spoilers here. I'm not I'm not giving away any spoilers. One of the best things that ha- in the marketing of all this, the trailer is complete deception. And that is Oh really? Okay. The, the way that the beats happen in the trailer, you think you have the, you know what's going to happen? Yeah, ah, you don't know. You don't know. And there were a couple of things that I didn't even quite see coming right up until they happened in the third act. And I was like, oh, shit, it is on. I get it, you know. Uh, <clears throat> that was, and that would be the biggest failing of BVS, where that trailer gave away everything, right? It did. Beat for beat for beat for beat. and. Oh, that's a shame, but what are you gonna do? It's that that the, uh, that old trailer cutting argument we have all the time. But
0: yep, and I don't blame that on Zack Snyder. I don't either. That's that's, I, a, that's yeah. another
1: different house that does that. I'm yeah, I'm sure he has final approval, but damn it, that's eh. yeah. anyway. Uh, back to Avengers, Captain America three. Um, <laughs> Uh, th- there is every bit the wild inconsistencies in this movie's, uh, plot ideologies as there is in BVS. And they're, they're like, we have to, I- I'm not going to give anything away. This is all, if you've seen the trailer, you've, you know, this, uh, you know, after the Sokovia Accords, they si- throw down to be signed and we have to, you have to register or become a criminal and blah, 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 because there's too much collateral damage for you to exist. Very soon after that, it's go meet those guys at the airport. Good guys that are on our side now. Go, go meet those now bad guys at the airport. And they proceed to destroy the ever loving shit out of, you know. <laughs> like, like the very first mission out the gate is collateral damage out the ass. And I've heard some people go, yeah, but they're not destroying thousands of buildings. And I'm like, you're splitting hairs, man. They yeah. destroyed the shit out of sh- and and unrepentingly <laughs> so, like picking up cars and airplanes and using them as weapons, like throwing them at people. And it's like, what the what <laughs> what's the fucking difference? I <laughs> There is now many. they have approval, I guess, uh, or yeah. airport, whatever. Um, I I I again I hate to compare it to BVS because that and it irritates me, but. I'm just addressing the negatives that people have said. Uh, Baron Zemo is the bad guy. Everybody knows that from the trailer. Yep. Guess guess what his uh, big grand plan is. It's pretty much exactly the same as Lex Luthor's in BVS. Exactly the same. Oh, really? Yeah, get these guys to fight each other. I'm not giving it. Trust me, I'm not giving anything away. It, I'm not giving anything away. Yeah. Now, the actual way that he got them to do that, that is a huge Thing and it is awesome. I'm not going to spoil that.
0: How similar is this to the graphic novel that you had me read? Four out of ten?
1: Not really. Oh, okay. Not really. But you okay. couldn't really do that. I mean, in, the, in that graphic novel, you had hundreds of characters fighting other hundreds of characters, it would yeah. have been utter nonsense.
0: Yeah. Uh, the graphic novel was great it was though. very
1: very good uh it yeah. wouldn't it, honestly a, per, a true 100 percent translation wouldn't have worked that's it's, it's two different mediums uh let's see what else do i want to address about this movie uh everybody is saying i've been reading a lot of um this is the greatest marvel movie ever no it's not it's i very much enjoyed it uh not the greatest one um the fight at the airport is the greatest cinematic, uh, comic book fight ever committed to film. It is very, very, very good. I, I wasn't that blown away by it. I enjoyed it very much. Okay. Spider-Man was fantastic. Black Panther was fantastic. Again, I'm drawn to the lesser kind of characters. Um, the young Aunt May is kind of weird. It, it, I'm still not sure this kid can carry a whole movie by himself, but we will see. This might be one of the, might be the best Spider-Man so far. He did did fantastic. He nailed it. He's a kid. He talks too much like me, except I'm old. Um, (laughs) uh, So he did, he really embodied Spider-Man and there are a couple of great moments in there. Again, the Russo brothers completely nailing the tone on a lot of things. There is another thing that really irritated me about this film that's a, a stupid technical thing and I almost don't want to say what it is because uh, I think after I, I want to see what you think of it. Okay? I don't want to put it in your head that it irritated me because then it will irritate you. I Yeah, you know, don't please I'm don't. Not, sorry. Yeah. I, I just want to see how you take this and
0: we will no, do did we you... will do a
1: full spoiler podcast after you see the movie.
0: And I will. I'm, I'm sure I'm going to watch it in the theater. My wife really wants to watch it. It's just one of those things where the planets must align to go watch a long movie like that in the theater. I
1: understand. So, I showed up 15 yeah. minutes late, and I still watched five trailers. I'm not shitting uh, you. That sucks. Trust me, you can arrive 20 minutes late, except yeah. for one thing. I got to see the Doctor Strange trailer on the big screen and it made me wish I was watching that movie instead of Civil War because, and this is the biggest problem with Marvel. At this point, you can kind of go, I'm going to see a Marvel movie. Here we go. A, B, C, D. Nobody's going to die except a couple of peon nobodies. And yeah. it might come back. Uh, well, no, if it's, if it's completely anonymous. They're gone. Like, they okay. make no compunction about shooting people and setting them on fire in the beginning of the movie. C- because they're henchmen. Bang, bang, bang. Oh, oh kill, okay. kill that fucker. Bang, bang, bang. Shoot, shoot. <laughs> flames, whatever. Make jokes about it. That's totally fine. I'm not going to get into that till we do a full spoiler podcast. But, um... <laughs> Captain America 3, you, from that trailer, you know how it's going to go. You kind of... Yeah you have a couple of things that you might, well, this might happen or that might, but you get, and let me get, let me tell you, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Now you watch the trailer for Dr. Strange. I don't know what's going to happen in that movie. And I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. Oh, me too. And you're still going to watch that damn anime before (laughs) No, I, I will. I know. Well, I, I know will. you will. Even if I, yep. I'll, I have to pay for your damn voodoo. Well, we'll you know that we'll, might we'll do that a, might be. We'll do a uh, roulette where we each pick something off voodoo, and the other person has to rent it. Oh, make, I like that, that. That'll make it even. But but don't you have that on DVD? Yep, and I kind of don't want to give it to you because you'll watch it on your super high tech systems and hate it because yeah. it looks like freaking 8 bit something, some shit or another. <laughs> 8 bit <laughs> Atari
0: 2600. Uh, do, 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 do. Yeah. Iron Man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you are going to watch that uh, before that movie. Yes, comes definitely. Out.
0: Definitely. We'll do that eventually
1: in the fall, but, but yeah. when it gets closer to uh, that time, I can't wait for that.
0: Uh, seriously, I, can you imagine? Like, look how good winter is coming up with Rogue One with uh, with that coming out. I got, out, dude, I got and... Rogue One trailer uh, on the big screen too. Oh, I bet that was. Oh, I bet that was great, dude.
1: I was. Oh, oh, I was hard, yeah. man. I was so hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Rogue One, yeah,
0: man. Yeah.
1: That's all right. Yeah, don't go see yeah. it. There's 12 billion yes. other people that will.
0: Yes. Yep. Exactly.
1: Okay. Uh, last round is to you.
0: Oh well, actually, I was. Uh, that was my main one. I mean, I covered it. So Are you sure? I, I, oh yeah. Okay.
1: I don't want to. Yeah. I mean, you know.
0: seriously. No. Most of what I have left over is it's it's just it can more... wait. <laughs> Well, honestly, it's it's stuff that I want to talk about on uh Cinema Soft uh, Underbelly and it's stuff that like it's hammer stuff and and I've got a couple of giallos that I want to talk about. So, stay tuned for a future installment of Cinema Soft Underbelly for some of those reviews.
1: Awesome. Okay, let's yeah. wrap it up.
0: Um, okay.
1: I've been revisiting the library again cuz, you know, I got to give a little bit of time there uh, for them to restock and get me some good shit. Uh, so coming up, uh, Sicario, San Andreas. Ooh. I got, the, oh, okay. I got the Blu-ray sitting here. It's from the library. It's free. Why not? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I also picked up some really cheap Blu-rays. Uh, All is Lost, uh, was I Roulette and I, Robert Redford, Lost at Sea. Oh, yeah. I loved that movie. I got it for $2.50 at the oh, nice. family video right by your house.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's a great
1: movie. Yeah. I love, I see, 250? That's going in my collection. And, and I'm really, Funny, wasn't,
0: wasn't that his last line of that movie was, fuck
1: you. <laughs> <Ew, or what? laughs> I think it was the only thing he said, he's, fuck down he went. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I loved that movie. Uh,
1: Black Sea was a blind buy. It was one of those that's two for five bucks. So, at 250 again. I needed one to offset the, uh, that's, uh,
0: Black Sea. It's a
1: submarine movie with, um, I'll look it up. I, I also okay. got uh, Ghost in the Shell um, Arise, which is one that I uh, reviewed not too long ago. I got the full 4-disc Blu-ray set there for $5.99. It was like, Ooh, you nice. dumb bastards. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, so even though I just watched it, it was like, I got to get it. And, and, and because it's Blu-ray, I'm probably going to have to rewatch it here uh, real soon. Hold on. I'm looking up Black Sea. I can't even think of his freaking name, man. Jude Law. No, Jude Law. Jude it's a Law. Jude Law submarine movie from 2014. In order to make good with his former employees, a submarine captain takes a job with a shadowy backer to search the depths of the Black Sea for a submarine rumored to be loaded with gold. oh huh. uh, it's a submarine movie. How can I can't I can't not yeah. watch a submarine movie with Jude Law for two dollars and fifty cents? I'm freaking in
0: so. And, th- and those are the types that if you watch it, you don't like it. Trade it in at the exchange and probably make a little money. Yeah, on it.
1: at two fifty, they they usually give you at least that. Uh, that's where yeah. I got all is lost by the way for two fifty. Also, Cleveland yeah. Ave over by you. Okay. Um, yeah. So that's it for me uh, as far as coming up. Oh, I also want that uh, Bone Tomahawk and Long Weekend. Yep. I, and these will all be happening this week. Well, okay. not all is lost and goes of the Shell. Yeah, I get to when I get to, but the, you know, it's, it's always great to get stuff from the library. Cause then it's like, okay, you got seven days and then I feel pressed and it's like, shit, I got to watch it. <laughs> get yeah. it off the list. Same with when I yeah. get stuff from you, I'm like, oh, I want to return it. So get it done as soon as I can.
0: Yeah. Well, especially bone tomahawk. Like I, I cannot wait to hear your review of it. I, I didn't go, I didn't go into much detail about that movie tonight because I know we've talked about it before. I've reviewed the movie on our Facebook page, but it is rewatching it. I know that Revenant was number one on my best of last year, but I gotta say, I it's I'm hard pressed to not have that number one. It's so good. It's so good. I I look forward to your uh, second watch of Revenant. Me too. And that's one that I'm waiting until I can find the Blu-ray for a decent price. I'm going to pick that up because I want to own that movie because it was my favorite movie of the year. So uh, watch me watch it again. And I'm like, hey. I'm, I'm not, I'm me. not, I'm really not hoping for that or anything. I just,
1: Yeah. I don't know, man. We'll see. It's, it's, yeah. And yeah. it's totally fine. If you love it, you're far from the only yeah. one. Holy crap. Everybody seems to so. love that one or at least yeah. the critics. What else do you have coming up?
0: Um, for me, I actually just for six bucks, I bought the double feature, and it's probably a waste of six dollars. But I bought the double feature of Poltergeist parts two and three. I haven't seen them. Dun dun dun. I, I watched them both, but it has been so long. I remember nothing about them other than I thought they were not that good. So why not buy them? Yeah. <laughs> that seems reasonable. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Cause I, that's because me. I
1: need more one ply. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yes, so that's uh, that that really thin shitty toilet paper is headed my way, oh, possibly damp uh, and possibly a thumb up my asshole. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and then the toilet gets clogged with Puppet Master series. Oh,
1: did you buy the whole ten pack from Family Dollar? No, I, they have that.
0: I thought about oh, buying it. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I already have the first three on Blu-ray, oh, of and I'm, I'm yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's so <laughs> silly da, da, me, da, of of course. Yes, uh, movie freaks. <laughs> um, so I, I, so I actually just got done watching the first one, and I'm gonna save my review until I watch all three because you know, like The Godfather, <laughs> yeah, but, you need to watch all three. So Puppet Master one, and then two, and then three shall hopefully be watched by next podcast to. Enlighten all of our dear listeners on the uh, on the to scrape the rim on, hole
1: completely bare of any flesh. Yes.
0: yes, I got it. of 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 our of our uh, of our great Charles Band and his full moon entertainment and uh. yep. <laughs> and the wheels are
1: falling off. No, you're good. Anything else? fell off 15 minutes ago. Anything else you want to add, yeah. Pumpkinhead? Before we, fa- yeah, <laughs> <laughs> me. I'm there. I'm like, I want to go to bed.
0: Uh, yeah, no, I've met uh, Puppet Master and then uh, Bone Tomahawk and yep. uh, shitty toilet paper. Yeah, people. we're, we're, we're done. all done. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Movie Freaks Pod is your keyword. You can get a hold of
1: us, MovieFreaksPod at Yahoo.com on email, Facebook.com Movie Freaks Pod, and at MovieFreaksPod on the Twitter. Uh, please visit our friends Cinema Soft Underbelly and Cinema Sidekicks on iTunes, FeedBurner, all over the place. Uh, we're also on Stitcher and Deezer and everywhere um that's gonna do it for this episode i'm eric morgan and i'm you weaver remember kid life is too
0: short for one play thanks right. good night see ya <laughs> thanks
1: for listening